Welcome to Female Inner Power, the podcast for women who don't want to choose between work success and life happiness. I'm your host, Nomi Melkyonatan, leadership coach and courage catalyst. Each week, I will share a refreshingly honest conversation about how to trust your intuition, lead from female power in male-dominated spaces, and inspire you to be a more confident force for good in the world. Are you ready? Welcome, welcome to another episode of Female Inner Power. Today is a little bit different because today I am being interviewed. Amy Amy Richards is interviewing me and Amy is normally behind the scenes of my business, helping me make the podcast happen, get the podcast edited and out. She does uh, several other things also in my business. And today she is interviewing me. She's interviewing me about my new book because I wrote a book and not only did I write it, I actually got it all the way to publication. I am so excited to tell you that journaling worth doing is now available on Amazon in all the formats, hardback, paperback, ebook version, though I really think this is a book you want a physical copy of because you're going to want to open and close it many, many times and use it frequently. So this is basically an interview where I tell you about journaling worth doing, how this can help you. I share some of my own journaling tips and how I use journaling in my life, how it has helped clients and so much more. So let's take a breath. And dive in. Hi, Nuri, and I'm very excited to be here today talking about your new book journaling worth doing so congratulations on getting this book out and i will start by just asking you what prompted you to write this book i'm i mean i think it's been a dream of mine since maybe i was 10 12 13 to write a book i did not know this was the first book i was going to write <laughs> um so it's been a whole series of events that led to this book. So first of all, I always love something that's super practical. So mm-hmm. I love to go deep and I do that in my coaching and I do that whenever I work with people and for myself. But I also I'm always like, how does this get practical? Like, OK, tell me what to do. I, I, I want to do the deep work, but I want something practical to do. And then since I started coaching very early on, so it's been 16 years now of coaching, and maybe within the first couple of years, I started telling all my clients, hey, you need to make time to think, you need to have leadership time, you need to have space to think. And then my clients would block that time. And then I would say, so how did it go? And they're like, well, I blocked the time, but then I answered emails, or then I did something else. Or if they did start thinking, they're like, but I didn't know what to do with the time. I started thinking, but then I didn't really know what to do and it didn't really feel productive. And so I didn't know what to do. And so I've been conscious about that challenge for a long time and tried to solve it in many different kinds of way and ways and giving my clients all kinds of instructions for how to use that time. Because I can tell when a client comes to a session, whether they have, whether they've done proper thinking. And it's totally fine to come to a session kind of like just wanting to share what's up and share the top layer. 
but you can tell whether a client has moved or not. And it has a lot to do with how they process information, how they think. And so I've always wanted to help clients with like, how can you process, first of all, so you're not reliant on me. But second of all, even if you do have coaching, like how do you make the most of that? And if you don't know how to shift your thinking or, or help yourself in that bit. So that's what I've been curious about. And then I started running actual live journaling sessions for the Female in a Power Club, which is an online program I ran. Actually, before that, I ran something called the Leadership Hour. And it was very much guided journaling, actually just creating the frame and the structure and the questions where people go through the questions and they, you know, they do that elevated thinking. They get the breakthroughs and the insights. Mm -hmm. And there was one, it was the very first time I ran the session with the Female in a Power Club that particular week, so the Female in a Power Club members are spread all over the world. You know, some people do live locally, but it's rare that I bump into two in a week. And I bumped into two in a week. And both of them, independently of each other, I didn't ask them, said to me, that journaling script and that thing that you did with us, not only was it good, you know, during the session, but I've used it, you know, another two or three times afterwards with different topics, with different issues. It was to do with like, if you're bothered by someone or something and if you're frustrated and each time I get a breakthrough and it's so helpful so thank you I was like huh that's interesting because I've always also had the question of how do I because it's such a bespoke experience to sit one-to-one with a client and it's like how can I how can you take that you know this is always a question when you create courses and if you create a book or anything it's like how can you take what you do very personalized Uh, when you're there and you're feeling the moment and feeling the client and who's showing up to then translate it and people can use it themselves. And and so this was, I felt like a little bit of proof of concept. Um, And that just got me so excited. I was like, that's it. Like, that's what I want to create. And, And I realized that I do this really naturally. So I'd started also, I think the year before posting about my journaling time and how I journal and some of the questions I asked myself posting that on social media and people were loving the posts and asking me about it and talking to me when they were bumping into me in different places and I was like and people like how do I do it and what do I do and I realized that this is one of the things that comes really natural to me like I know how to ask myself the questions I know how to lead myself on I know how to shift the things or go oh here's um here's a block how do we get to that block or now we're done with the block now we just need to move forward I know how to do that through all my coaching experience and my training and so I was like well how about if I could gift that if I could gift that to you and so that when you sat down and journaled because people will say okay well it was fine and it was cathartic and I released some stuff but okay now what And I'm like oh no I'd love you to get a breakthrough like you know here you go here's here's something I could give you a breakthrough yeah, something that's you know, simple to you, but it's not necessarily simple to for other people. Exactly. I mean, that's what I realized that actually this just comes really naturally and people go, so what do I ask myself? And, and you know, my clients would say, oh, I love that follow-up question. I was like, oh, well, that just came natural. I just downloaded the next question. I just knew what to ask. And it's so important because the, the questions we ask ourselves um, can keep us stuck in a pattern or can get us into a new thinking loop. So um, just prior to this, I had a, a session with a client and I was like, 
that question is fine, but that question is going to keep you stuck in that problem. If you want to have a different experience, which she's so ready for, like we need to leave that question and not spend any energy on that question. We need a new one, like a different question that will get you to somewhere else. And so that is what's quite hard to hold for yourself is to hold both the answers and the questions at the same time. So this feels for me like I'm, I'm gifting you the chance of, of having kind of like a, a coach in a book that's going to guide you through um, a series of, of questions that's going to take you to breakthroughs, to the deep places, to the fun places, to the possibilities. So what sorts of topics do the prompts in the book really explore? Life. <laughs> but I'll tell you more. <laughs> That's a big, broad, broad answer, isn't it? So, um, so it's divided up. So I have 25 specific journaling guides. And then there's like two other techniques, one which is very familiar to people and one, I'm not sure what I discussed today, but called dialogue journaling, which I think is, is very new. And, and like, it's one of like, it's really, really, really fun, but it might take people a little bit of time of using the other ones. So the 25 journaling guides are like split into this, um, some for calmness and inner power, self-love and joy, relationships and situations, leadership and decision-making and possibilities and momentum. And they have kind of like a title. So, you know, when you have very little time and want some quick clarity, or when you want to move from self-doubt to believing in yourself, or when you're ready to feel more joy. So ah, they, they have kind of like a scenario. So, so you kind of can look at it and going, oh, well, right now, when you're in a situation or period with a lot of uncertainty and unknown, it's like, oh, that's my life. I like, there's so much going on. Like, that's the one for me today. Or I can't, like, depending on what you want to stuck into, then you can choose one that that fits um fits what's going on for you sure so it's it's it hasn't got to be read in order it's like a, a sort of pick and mix of what's the most appropriate or the most useful thing at that particular point in time absolutely so it's you know like I, I would say it's not really a book that you read although there is of course words in them so you can read them but it's much more a book you use so there are some introductory bits to help you set yourself up well for for journaling but then you pick the one and so, for example, there's one around when you're feeling anxious and want to feel calmer. I do talk very, very briefly a few different points about anxiety to help you kind of make sense of of like a few pointers that will help you process your own anxiety. And then we go into the question. So each journaling guide has a little bit of input, but very brief because my emphasis on is not for you to take in learning. It's for you to find answers within yourself. Like I just think we're so... And this is not just our current society. We have been trained for thousands of years to believe that there are other people that will have better answers for us about our life and about our business and about our relationships and ourselves, right? So we could talk about um, uh, any of the big, uh, most of the big religions will have people that are the experts that will you know, you go to certain people that are experts and that will tell you what to do. We have doctors, we have different people. You go to the experts and they will tell you what is the right thing. Your mentor will know, your boss, your boss will know what to do with you should do with your career. No, like a therapist will know what you should do with your relationship. No, you have to live with it. So knowing how to, like, I obviously believe in therapy and coaching and going to experts. And unless we learn to cultivate 
answers inside of us, we don't have any power. So we really need to understand it and we cannot get to the right places. So this for me is like, how do you find answers within yourself? And you're going to realize how wise you are, how many answers you have inside. And that's the best feeling. Yeah, absolutely. So we're looking inside of ourselves rather than constantly looking for external you know, solutions and validation. Exactly. Yeah. So we've said it's a kind of pick and mix approach and people can choose which adventure they want to have in this book. But how often do you recommend that people actually do journal? A good question. I love having a weekly journaling slot. Mm -hmm. And it's very interesting always to be kind of prescriptive and then to go and feel free to break the rules you know do what fits for you is always my motto because like I don't know what your life looks like and what I will say is there are periods where I am much more regular so I have very often a Sunday morning journaling slot but that is based on term time when my kids have an activity Sunday morning when my kids do not have that activity Sunday morning then Sunday morning is not a great time for me to journal <laughs> and then it becomes at you know at different points during the week um I will often then journal just a short bit uh, many times a week and I know the difference when I do it and when I don't like, like it's a bit for me like meditation am I enjoying the meditation always and I've been meditating since 2008 I think Mm-hmm. Mm, nah, it's not always doing something but I can totally tell you if I haven't meditated my day not as good and and the same for me with journaling a lot of times I get a lot of breakthroughs but for me it's not about the that it's like oh everything works better like the order in my mind is different so how often should journal well first of all make it fit for your life I do think that unless you create if you want to create a new habit and you've never had it before unless you put some kind of order around it structure around it it becomes very hard for it to become a regular thing so this is why I would be prescriptive and say pick a day of the week and a time of the week where you give yourself a slot of at least 15 minutes ideally you have half an hour you have time to make a cup of tea in the beginning and (laughs) all of that Um, and it's nice to have longer than 15 minutes but but pick a slot and then it's much easier to make it regular. And if you do half an hour a week, then you'll also very easily be able to choose the morning, do a five minute slot. Mm-hmm. I have clients that journal every single morning and I have periods when I do that and periods when I don't. So, but, so be choiceful about it, but any new habit you want to have, if you really want to give it a go, be regular about it. And I also always say like, enroll someone else, like, Get one of your close friends or colleagues and get them. This is what I always do. Like, get someone else in on it. Exactly. Get someone else in on it. And you don't have to sit and journal together, right? But you could just say, like, hey, did you do journaling this week? Or, oh, let's both of us do it Thursday evening at 8 p.m. And I'll I'll send you a, 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 you know, WhatsApp message or a text message afterwards and tell you one insight I got. And you can tell me one insight. Like, that bit of being accountable also really layers it in. But I think as soon as you've done a little bit, you'll kind of go, oh, this is worth this is worth making time for. And then you just got to put a bit of rigor and discipline around it because I don't know, everyone I talk to have very full lives and time. Um, if, if you don't get very deliberate about what you're going to fit in, you won't have time for it. Yeah, I guess it's about prioritizing and making this a priority, isn't it? Yeah, 
hugely important. Yeah. So what benefits have you found then, sort of personally or professionally, mm. from journaling, from your journaling practice? How long have you been doing it for? Well, I started, I have my first journal from, I think I was around 13. I remember my great-grandmother dying that's in there. And so it's around 13, I got my first one. And then I've journaled on and off through the years. My mom was cleaning out the basement in Copenhagen and bringing over a massive bag of old journals that I was partly delighted to see again and partly horrified. (laughs) And I threw most of them out, but I scanned a few things and it was a lot of I mean, I mostly journaled when things were, were tough, when there was a lot of emotions. It was very cathartic and it was about things that were difficult or someone I had a crush on or something like that. So I think the more productive kind of, well, what I would now classify as a journaling, the other journaling is also worth doing, but these kind of like more guided journaling mm. and self-coaching journaling, because for me, really, this is like coaching yourself. I don't even know when I started. I think it started as I did personal development, um, you know, a question here, a question there. Um, and then in recent last few years, it's sort of just become really obvious to me that properly sitting down, I would collect questions during the week going, oh, I really want to journal on that. I want to think about that. I want to go. So I'd write questions for myself during the week and going, oh, here's something I want to journal on. Here's something I want to get an insight on. So, you know, it's like oh, this part of my business and that part, I don't get how it fits. So I'm really frustrated with this issue or that person. I want to um, journal on that. Yeah. So so basically, if you if you haven't got time, if the question presents itself, but you haven't got time in the moment, just record that somewhere. Yes, yes. I, I use the notes section on my phone all the time and I'd just make a note to journal on and then I would just write something down and I'd say like, do that. And then, you know, take the book and find a journaling script that fits and then change some of the questions if it isn't quite your topic, but like you'll find that there's something in here that will match your topic. So yeah, collect it when you don't have time because usually that's when you know what you want to, it's like, what is it? What is it that I want to break through around? And then, yeah, then I would sit down and then I just, start journaling and it was just so the difference to me you're asking what kind of results was it bringing so much clarity like so if I think about my business so much clarity and it's interesting because I feel like I'm always thinking about things but there's something that happens when I sit down and journal and get rigorous and create a bit of structure around it suddenly it's just oh I know it's obvious it's obvious what to do next so it's obvious where I'm blocking myself it's just obvious and again when I did it around relationship dynamics or you know different more emotional topics it would also be like okay I feel better now or I can move out of that topic and into action rather than sticking with it and I find we can we can tell ourselves I'm thinking about this all the time but really what we're doing is we're going over the same thing again and again we're not moving anywhere it's not really thinking it's like staying in the soup of it and so this for me is like you move if you move somewhere you get to grow so I guess as you were saying just now that's the difference in it between the kind of journaling we do as teenagers often which is very much just offloading stuff and yes. then it's a purposeful type of journaling where it's, it's a process and there's a, a logic to it and an outcome absolutely absolutely that it becomes purposeful and you, you move and so who you sit who you are when you sit down and who you are at the end is someone who who thinks differently now. So it's not just, oh, I let go, of, I, I release something. It's like, no, you get to think differently now. You get to show up therefore and be ready for a new action, a new behavior, a new way of walking into a room. And 
do you think in your experience does it is it kind of prompting is generally prompting big breakthroughs and like these moments of revelation or is it more of a kind of a slow burn where it's just kind of, you know percolating through in the background I think it depends on who you are <laughs> I would say for me both for me both sometimes it's it's like oh okay I'm sort of getting there and other times very very quickly I'm like oh okay I know okay I got it okay I can see it um so I would say both and if you're totally new to journaling you could have either experience it really depends on who you are and how you think um which which experience you'll have Mm. so you've been a coach now for more than 16 years um what results have you seen for clients through doing this work when they journal or when I coach them um when you when they journal I guess (laughs) Yeah. yeah so yeah, the journaling piece, I suppose, yeah. So, like I said, you can feel in a client when they come and they are, they have done their thinking, they have they have done their inner work. Mm-hmm. When they're not dependent on it just happening in the coaching sessions, we just move places. We might still start with something very cathartic. I would say many, many coaching sessions start with something cathartic, but it very quickly then moves into something else because they're ready for the next piece because they've processed, they've moved their thinking on. Also, um, the clients that I have that get into a regular habit of it, they have better days. They navigate all the challenges. And there's, I mean, I don't know anyone that doesn't have many challenges. And there are some that they expect to come. And then there's a lot of unknown. The world is moving fast and so much. And Mm -hmm. so they just, they manage it differently. They can hold their power better. So they're much less reactive and much more able to show up the way they want to be because they have that kind of space like the amount of clients that say oh well I don't have time to think I'm like ooh, that for me is like burr, 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 warning sign like you got to sit down and journal and that time will come back to you tenfold the people that don't have time are no longer doing the most important work they're no longer being the best selves that's for sure I know that I don't have to I don't have to spend any time with them and so they just work faster they find it much easier to say no they can hold their power in different situations and they shift also I mean so much of leadership and work any life thing is is relationships so it helps you navigate because you process your own piece you're kind of like okay I know how to speak to this team member or how to work with this colleague or how to handle that relationship dynamic I know the next step I've moved and I'm now ready to show up differently. So everything just becomes just that little bit easier, more grounded, and you get to save time. It seems like I don't have time to journal. It's like, yeah, but do you have time to show up as a mediocre, low-level version of you? That definitely costs you more time. So it almost feels as if the people who say or believe they don't have time to do this work are perhaps the people that need to do it the most. And we'll benefit from it the most. Very often so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you hoping that people will take away from using journaling worth doing? You know, what, what would be the best outcome for pe- for someone that picks this book up and starts to use it? I hope, I hope that they will sit down and realise, like I said, how wise they are inside how much they can trust themselves but you can only trust yourself when you make space to get still and to really sit with a few questions you cannot trust yourself if you're rush 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 because there's no ways you're going to get the best wisdom out of yourself in that way so I really hope that they will end up 
becoming a more conscious, joy-filled, deliberate human as a, as a result of it. And I really hope that they go, oh, I, I, I can trust myself and they will therefore become more courageous. And for me, like lead in a bigger way means, you know, whatever you want it to me, like, what does it mean? Like for some people, it does mean becoming a CEO of a company or, or leading something big. And for other people, it actually means like stepping out of that kind of organizational work and, and leading their own business or running a community project. I, I don't mind what it is, but it's like use the power that you have here as a human use it in a in a way where it's not constantly like am I good enough oh I don't like what that person did, said like that kind of low level frustration like let's process that mm. and and I really want you to learn to trust yourself in a very conscious way mm. well I have to say I'm really looking forward to getting my copy and yay journaling. <laughs> Yay, me too, me too. I'm so excited. I did not know. If I'd known how good it would feel to have all of this in a book, I mean, I would have created it long ago, which of course I couldn't because I didn't know. <laughs> but I have to say it feels really great. And I am so excited that it's going to be out there available on, a, on an Amazon near you. Sounds funny to say, but it will be available on all the Amazons. Fantastic. Great. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe so that you get notified every time there's a new episode. And I would so love it if you would write a quick review as that really helps others to find and trust the podcast. You can do that at lovethepodcast.com forward slash FIP. And remember, no matter what's going on around you, it only takes a single breath to start grounding back into your power. So, let's take a breath. Feel your power. And go spread the magic. <laughs>